Uh, good evening, everyone. Welcome to week nine of Road to 272. Um, oh, yeah. Excited about this. It's always the whiskey pod. Of course, we're, we're excited. Ready to go. It's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, you're, a little, you're a little more excited than the rest of us. Good for you. I just got to hype everyone up. We are all a little yeah. last luster going right now. Yes, yes. Oh, it'll it'll get going. Don't worry. Well, um, I think it's because I got a little action going on in the background here. That's what's got me going. Yeah, it, though, that gets everybody yeah. that way. Um, well, I'll just do a quick update. I'm guessing Joey put the current standings up on there, but someone did. Oh, did. Brian did. All right, so we I got gotta get Trent, Trent's props, my friend. We have nice. Trent leading the way at 73 and 49. Bryant at 68 and 54. Clark 66 56. 66 and 56. Uh, Joey at 63 and 59, and I've got a gentleman's 54 and 67. So Clark brought it up that we are at the halfway point this week of our bets. So um, still plenty of time to turn around. Plenty. Yeah. And I feel so good about this week's slate. Uh, I don't. <laughs> so I have more totals this week than I think I have all season combined. Ryan, this is the bad news, though, is I also feel good about this week. So I don't know if that means I'm feeling better than you about it, but... I might, uh, had a, I might have had a little bit of uh, sarcasm in mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was being for real. I actually feel pretty confident on a bunch of these games. So I did other than Moneyline this week on a bunch of them. Moneyline Joey, oh, yeah. no longer Moneyline Joey. Moneyline Mahoski, stepping out. Yeah. I'm trying to keep that nickname, so yeah, I did do mostly money lines, but I got one, two, three, four, five, six, six that aren't. So that's yeah. almost not quite fifty percent. Yeah, I think we've got six teams on bye week this week. We've got thirteen games total. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna do the same thing as last week because my data-driven stuff doesn't really work. So I'm just gonna say this is what it is because these guys suck and. I'm gonna move on and let you guys handle the handle the stats. Because they're playing like dog water is why I picked them or picked against them. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, that- pretty much, pretty much. Um, but you know, we still need to update. NFL expert sixty nine is in the league for in the lead for our pick them on ESPN. So this, whoever this- that douche is is getting kicked out. So. <laughs> This is actually in that pick'em league. This is the third straight week I forgot to set a lineup. So, you know, <laughs> if you're if you're leading Homer Bryant, good. You should be. If you're not, you probably quit as well. So, so in other words, yeah. you're not in it, is what you're saying. I'm in it. I just forget every time. It's like Sunday at three. I'm like, fuck. I missed like eight of the thirteen games. So, well, I I so, went through them today, and there were so many games. I'm like, this sucks. I don't know. See, I, I don't know. There's a lot that are – I get into it in my picks a little bit, but there's some that just we all lose because the game's going to suck. But there was – I mean, I was able to pick winners at least, so that's uh, you, that's different. You know what it is, and it's not any of this group. It's I have one fantasy football group, and they fucking changed it from ESP. Like, I hate the people that are like, I do it on Yahoo. I do it – it should all be on ESPN. That is the sports network that's a sports app. I'm on – it's got an okay interface. It's called Sleeper, but man, it just like it takes me out of like 
fantasy pick them. But, uh, you know, the, the bowl challenge that we're going to have later this year, it just I'm not thinking about it because I'm not looking at the app the whole time, you know? I um I hate Yahoo's. I'm in an I'm in a I'm in a one league that's on ESPN and that's great. The Yahoo one is such a bad another bad user interface. It's the MW two of uh, fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, we'll I'm not saying the quality is bad. I'm just saying the user interface sucks. Oh, Got off. I'm making my picks right now and uh, accidentally put 480 total points for the Monday Whoa. night game. You never yeah, know. Yeah, there was an extra there's an extra zero in that. Well, a quick housekeeping thing before we get to our picks. Um, Monday, we will be making an, another announcement kind of about the future of our, our uh, show and stuff like that. Um, so believe we're not to, we're not dissolving at this point. We're not quitting. So there's that's huge. Speak for yourself, Ryan. I already, I already tried that once, and then I'm still here. <laughs> and you're on more than I am now. That's hilarious. Right. Um so there's that. Um, you know, we, we, we aren't near as big as Pat McAfee, but we're up to something this season that's going on, you know. We're mm-hmm. gonna be Yeah. A lot one of these days. The scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I see that this is still our happy Halloween Monday fun cast. So welcome to yeah. Halloween, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween was so fun. We just gonna do it again. Yeah, oh, I enjoyed it. We did it twice. I enjoyed Hold listening on. to it. I, I was sad I wasn't be able to be on it, but I was with my hanging out with my dad and, and doing stuff that night with Ezra. So, um, yeah, it was a good listen to you guys, though. I, I, I went on to Spotify. I'm like, holy crap, you guys did two two full hours. Good for you. We yammered a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, we did. There. You happy now, Ryan? <clears throat> Fixed. Probably messed up on YouTube. I'm never going to be happy now. This is the worst show ever. All right, we're starting over. I, nope, it's on there. It's correct. I'm on YouTube. Okay, right excellent, excellent. I was about I was about to fire the guy that was in charge of this. So, yeah, you can, can no longer it. come to. You can no longer be a part of this zero dollar an hour. Zero. Jesus Christ! For, fucking forget it. Forget I said anything. <laughs> Things are going. God damn. Here. Yeah. <laughs> And that's Joey, everyone. All right, should we get on to? Oh, first off, I'm going with the. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but it's whiskey night for me. Okanagan whiskey Wednesday. Gotta finish, huh? gotta finish this one so I can get another bottle. I like it. Well, I uh, I'm, I finally come back to my roots, like we did at the beginning of this pod, and I finally found a beer that I liked the picture of and why I picked it. So, you guys have seen old school, right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's got it's they got him on, on the side and just I'll, I'll do one I'll do one so I, but I got a four pack of it they didn't sell packs of one so nice yeah so Brian you you know before we started doing this live or even with video at all you always did that and then we went to the video and it wasn't about the can that we and then we could actually see it it was so. immediate. And you'll never know if I was making up all of those cans or not. That's, that's the, true. That's <laughs> that is true. By the way, this is from uh, Giselleg Brewing out of Newton, Iowa. Double hmm. double hazy IPA. It's hazy, I can tell you. So is it double? Is it the ABV high too? And he's frozen. He's so, so, <laughs> it's it so high that he froze. 
Well, I got a banquet beer. We were talking nice. about that on Monday, I think. So, hey, oh, yeah. the banquet. Yeah, I found, found something. Bought something. I like it. So I'm I uh, also reverted to something we talked about prior. Uh, paying homage to my dear, dear, good friend, Trent Nelson. I have a limeade going tonight with some vodka. Oh, and nice. Sprite Zero with one of the little mixer things that you pour in, and then a little vodka. So that's for Trent. Nice. Why did Why did you all freeze there, and, and I was the only one that could keep going? You got kicked out I think for it was a second. Quite the opposite, Brian. <laughs> I. I I stared at all. Usually, you know, it has a little like bad reception on the top left on our screens here. It said all. It said mine was was full green. I was like, how did all three of them disconnect? But all right, I guess I'll admit I was in the wrong there. <laughs> so your double hazy is it? Double hazy or is the IPA double? Like is the ABV high? Double hazy IPA, eight point five ABV. Okay. Nice. I just you wondered if it was like. You're getting okay. drunk tonight. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> no, I just didn't know if it was like double hazy or if the IPA was still double. Never mind. I'm striking out left and right asking questions tonight, so I'm just gonna it's, it it's a double hazy. Don't you worry, Mister Hosky. All right. You know what? what? That was beer talk. <coughs> so I, I think we should uh, get, go from beer talk into some bet talks. I want to give some winners to the folks. Winners only tonight. All right. All right. Uh, yep. Speaking so, of uh, bets, this motherfucker's in Kansas tonight, so I've got all kinds of bets placed online. How many I got ten dollars. So uh, they're all still on right now. I got ten dollars of my own money, twenty-five dollars from Buffalo Wild Wings, and then two hundred dollars from BetMGM for free. So, yeah, Dang. I, I can break in some cash. Well. All right, IRS is on you like crazy now. Good work. That's fine. Like white on rice. It's this guy goes across them. the border. This guy goes across the border, and he is just going crazy. None of them are going to hit, so that's fine. I hope they all hit for you, Joe. Uh, me too. It'll be like eleven hundred dollars. Yeah. I hope it does, so he has to drive back to Kansas only to cash out. No, I'll cash out tomorrow before I leave. Or wait, Friday. Before I leave. Sorry. All right, well, that, let's get to the first game here. Philadelphia four-point favorites at Houston with a total of 45.5. Um, so, again, we're going by Caesar Sportsbook lines. Um, I know a couple of mine are a little different, so I'll just make a statement of what I got them for. Um, most of them are correct, but they do have a few different ones. Um, I, I took the Eagles at minus 14. Texans suck. Eagles might be the best team in the league. Um, that's all there is to it. So I went with the over on this, over 45 and a half. Uh, the text, like I said, Texans suck. Philadelphia might score 45 on their own. So that's, I will have to because I don't think Houston's going to score anything. It's going to happen, you know, because the over always hits on these Thursday night games. So, yeah. <laughs> Always. Yeah. You know they say those Thursday overs guaranteed right. just like the sun to rise. They're always <laughs> high scoring games on short practice, short rest. It is what it is. I'm very positive I'm just gonna go put an under on now after you said that. Well, have fun with that loss. <laughs> 
I uh, also really like this game for the Eagles. I was one of them. One of them that I'm betting on tomorrow night, and I have it. I got it at 13 and a half. But I'll go with the the spread that we have on here. So yeah, uh, I'll go with the Eagles minus 14. I think they win. Yeah, I think Trent's right. I think they could win by 45 on their own. So yeah, I'll go with that. I got a few stats for you here. I got uh, Philly covering 14 points. We had a few of them last week where I just didn't like that big spread, but I think Philly's the real deal. I think whatever the opposite of the real deal is, I think that's what the Texans are right now. But uh, right now, the Eagles this year, they've already got four wins by at least eight points here. Um, as seven-point favorites, they are 61% uh, percent against the spread. And then Lovey Smith coming on uh, off of a short week here. He is one six and one against the spread in a short week, so I think that just lines up for Philly Pepper and no problem. And I'm guessing that wasn't uh, against the number one team in the NFL. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think that's in his career, so it's not like a one-off thing. That's yeah, pretty consistent. Yeah, and I'm sorry, so, that was seven po- seven plus point favorites in the NFL, not just uh, Eagles. Yeah. So since this is a betting pod, I also have a parlay tomorrow night. I got the Eagles spread, uh, Jalen Hurts. Or I got the Eagles spread, the over, Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, and A.J. Brown all to score a touchdown. So plus 500 and some whatever. So, yeah, 50 bucks wins me $500. You get the Missouri out. You get the guy out of Missouri, and he just goes crazy. Yeah, exactly. It's a freebie. That helps. Yep. I see Brian uh, man, is very to... froze. Brian is. I am taking a pic. Oh, damn it. I'm oh, so close to taking a picture of that. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Take a picture of that, huh? Go last <laughs> Suck it, Joey. Mm-hmm. You, do you guys remember, I guess, uh, since Joey and I are the big Barry fans with uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name right now. Bill Who's Barry? Bill Hader, there we go. Do you guys remember the Herb Welch uh, skits on Saturday Night Live where he pretends he's dead? Mm-hmm. Pretends he's dead at the end and then just starts beating. Him. <laughs> 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 oh, those are always so funny. That's uh, that's that's always oh, so great. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's Brian tonight. He is going to be Herb Welch. Just the connection. I, mean, I got to be careful how I make my face look because if it freezes, then you're just going to start taking screenshots of all my. Of all my funny, uh, funny faces. Thumbnails. Yep, thumbnails all around. All right. Well, Trent's got the next game up already. Got the Chargers at Atlanta. Chargers are three point favorites with a total of forty nine and a half. Homer Joey, what's what's going on with your team this week? <laughs> Doing dirty bird, baby. The birds are in first place in the south, barely somehow. Um, I will go birds, and I believe I have them covering. It'd be smart if I did. Yep, I do. Yep, yep. Birds cover the three points. I like it. I got the same thing. No, no real rhyme or reason. I know they're zero and two the last couple weeks. I'm just, uh, I'm not too impressed with the Chargers this year, to be honest. And they're out yeah. with Mike, Mike Williams is out. And Justin Herbert just doesn't look normal. Never mind. I took money line on this one, but I took Atlanta. They're winning. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Um, I 
I got Atlanta at three and a half. I, uh, I agree. Whoa, where'd you go? Did we piss him off? Uh, no, I think I heard uh, Turbo in the background. Ah, uh, I gotcha. Um, yeah, Atlanta three and a half. Yeah, the Chargers haven't looked good. They're very beat up, and Atlanta. I mean, they may not have covered, but they've won their they they won their last game um, against Carolina, and now they're underdogs. I mean, they're the NFC South goes through Atlanta. Prove it to me that it doesn't. You know. So wait, why? So why would Trent take Atlanta money line and not take the spread on this one? Because if they you win, you get a lot better odds. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, some, more, some extra scratch for that win. Okay. Yeah. Um, Clark took – I think he took the opposite. I think Clark – yeah. Chargers Clark, money line? Clark, nope. Clark took Atlanta money line also. Oh, God. Yeah. All and of us took I, the same one? Yeah. Well, and, and I, I forgot to say his for the Thursday night game. He's taking the over 45 and a half on that game. So, so far, we're all kind of on the same page here. I'm just an idiot and don't know how to bet yet. So it's a good thing I put money in tonight because I thought I was making the right choice. But I'm not. So I'm also going to switch to Moneyline for Atlanta on that one. Real quick, on that Eagles pick, you know the Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown. You're talking about him rushing for a touchdown, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. That fooled me the first No, I knew that. Okay. All right, what's the next game here? I believe Buffalo at New York Jets. Buffalo 12.5-point favorites. Uh, total is 47. Um, I'm just going to flat-out say I took – I, number one, didn't write down the right thing, but I took the Jets plus 12.5. Um, actually, I think I got them at plus 13. No, I got them at plus 12.5. Um, Buffalo is amazing, but the Jets actually have a pretty damn good defense. Um, that's I'm gonna go defense on this. Um, I think I think offensively they can still maybe. I mean I think they can keep it within two scores. Um, yeah, I'm just going with the Jets plus twelve and a half. So I got it at forty seven and a half. I took the over on this. I think a lot of points will be scored. Uh, Buffalo can score a bunch of points. Like I said, Jets defense is good, but. I mean, the Jets, they can also score points. I know they didn't last week, I don't think, but uh, uh, I, I think this one goes over. I did get them at 13, I guess. So. All right. What do you think, Joey? Oh, sorry. Uh, you guys froze a little bit. I unplugged my mic and things were going on. Anyway, uh, I went with Buffalo money line. I think that they are going to run this up fast. Um, I think the Jets have a good defense. But I think Buffalo is just on another level at this point. So I think they run this up fast, maybe get a defensive touchdown, and I don't think uh, any other starters play in the fourth quarter. So I think the Jets probably make it close. But uh, I don't trust that the the spread either way. So I went with Buffalo money line. Well, I went the opposite trend here. I um, say I have the 47 that's just in there. I think it's going to go under, um, and I have some stats to kind of go with it. Um, since 2013 – when the home team is a seven-plus point underdog with a total of over 44 points, which this one's 47, the under is 80, 42, and 2. So it hits about 66% of the time. And then with a total of 48-plus uh, plus points, it's 48, 18, and 1, and uh, so around 73%. So 
I'm going to go under kind of for the same reasons that you guys are talking about. Both defenses are pretty, are pretty good. Um, and just with, a, you know, those divisional games, even if it's a team that if, even if this was a Jets team of the past, you know, it seems like a lot of time these divisional games, especially late in their year, a lot more competitive. And it's a home game for the Jets, too. That helps a little bit. Mm-hmm. Although I'm not sure how much of a home field advantage New York actually has, especially the Jets. I don't think the Jets are the most popular team in, in New York. but It's hard to be a, hard to have a home field advantage when you share a sta- stadium, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. I never really thought about that. Like, in New York, do more people like the Jets or the Giants, do you think? I think the Jets. I think the Giants. You think so? I do, yeah. yeah. What was the question? In New York, like uh, yeah. the population, who or do more people like the Jets or do more people like the Giants? Probably the Giants, kind of like the Yankees, just whoever's won the most recent. True. Freaking fan. Just Google it real quick. Regional. It's regional. Those concentrate on Long Island, where the Jets are the strong are, are the strongest fan base, and those outside of that are Giants. So it also correlates Giants fans to Mets fans and Jets fans to Yankees fans. Well, so, you got to balance that, yeah. <laughs> You have to have one winner and one loser in your life. So, I mean, right. that makes sense. Or if you're now, me, you just like all losers. Right. Like, no joy. I feel that. Like, the Cubs got me a World Series. That's it. <laughs> hey, that wasn't that long ago either, so don't be, oh, poor me. 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was within the last decade, so shut it. Uh, Clark also took the Jets uh, plus 12 and a half. Next game, Miami, five-point favorites at Chicago. Total is 45 and a half. Uh, Brian, go ahead, go first. Pump that over for the love of God. I do have over 45 uh, and a half. I think with both both offenses, they're kind of coming into their own, uh, The you know, getting later in the season. Now, the other reason I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable with the over is not only Justin Fields looks like he can finally figure out how to run that offense a little bit, but the Bears are um, selling the farm with getting rid of all of their best defensive players, which I think will just make the Miami offense look better. So I'm going over 45 and a half. And Bears got Chase Claypool. Maybe Justin Fields looks even better now. Maybe. I I think Claypool doesn't make a big impact until next week or maybe the week after learning the playbook, but I could see him. I mean, Justin Fields actually has someone to throw it up to at least now. So that's good. But you also have to remember Miami got better on defense with Bradley Chubb. So um, I think, I don't know. I I like that over, but I I took Miami covering. Um, I think they're going to win by a lot actually, to be honest with you. Give us, give us that line. What what do you think they're going to win by? Twenty-one. Yep, they're going to cover twenty and a half points. I bet it's forty-five, twenty-four. Wow! Okay. I bet the over/under is sixty-nine. You know you can't bet that, Joey. Go put go put some of your free money on that. That that exact I'm, score. That I am not so much. I am not putting any more money on anything until I win something. <laughs> well, tomorrow morning, <laughs> you remember that score. And, Fingers crossed, I have the Bulls and the Bucks are both covering my points right now, and I'd win $140. So, Perfect. 
Nice. Joey, so you, so you think it's going to be over? I can only max out the alternate lines of 60 and a half points. So it's over 60 and a half points and Dolphins cover 20 and a half. Mm-hmm. You got plus $2,500 odds. $5 wins you $130. There we go. All right. That's nice. Yeah, so good good pick by Joey there. Uh, I don't think they're going to win by that much, but (laughs) Miami to cover five. Tyreek's going crazy this year. He he only has two touchdowns, but roughly a billion yards. So Mm -hmm. he's for some touchdowns. Um, I took the over also, and I got it at over 44. Uh, yeah, I think there's just going to be a lot of points. I don't think a whole lot of defense. Same thing Bryant said. Chicago's getting rid of all their defensive players, so Miami might score the 45 themselves. And I think Clark also took the over. Ty- Tyreek, he's going for the record. Over under 88.5 points. That's the player prop right now. Points or yards? Points? Yards. Yards. Over. Oh, he's going over, yeah. Over 88, okay. over 88, yeah, absolutely. Average this year. Well, you you never know that that Bears defense that they keep selling people away from. Maybe maybe they got some pieces behind the the solid rocks there. I, I'm I'm really surprised though with the Bears getting rid of some of those defensive players. I, I mean they're they're like cleaning house, but they're only getting picks. Which, it, no offense, if it was the Chiefs, you'd probably feel pretty good because Brett Veach has a history of drafting good players, but. I, uh, other than David Montgomery, I haven't seen any any uh, real great picks that stick out right now. Well, let's be real. Their defense got better when they got A.J. Klein. Well, I, for, I forgot about that addition. So, Joey, I – Number 47 on that. Cool. What's his nickname? AK-47. AK-47. And now he's wearing 47 again. He's back. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I just want to see how stupid low the odds are for the uh, alternate line of the Bears covering 20, 20 and a half, plus 20 and a half here. $5 will net you 52 cents. Do you think I should put that bet in? I would. May as well. <laughs> Free money, but, man. That, yeah. That's like the those rich people that put down $100,000 on like like this, minus 900, and they, and they make five $600 on it because it's such a low fucking bet. Yeah, those hey, people. That's not even bottle service for those guys. No, you got a better chance of that than winning that one point two billy tonight. I'm just oh, oh fuck! I didn't even buy a ticket. I forgot too, Joey. Guess who didn't forget? This future billionaire. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> you can bankroll Pulse of the Heartland then, and I, I will if I had that kind of money. Okay? <laughs> ESPN, oh, no. who? <laughs> exactly. Next game, Minnesota at Washington, three and a half point favorites with a total of 43 and a half. Uh, Trent, go ahead. You know what I'm picking here. Minnesota Washington? covers. Yeah, yeah. Minnesota covers. We uh, did something good in the trade deadline, which is not what the Vikings usually do. We now have got TJ Hawkinson. Um, Hawk is hurt for what eight to ten weeks so uh they went out and got themselves a tight end uh i mean what he had like 175 yards a few weeks ago uh great tight end out of the university of where joey tight end you university of iowa miami 
So I, I love that. I love That's that two. pick. That's the second. Um, that was a, I, there's a there are rumors going around that the Vikings were going to try to go for Noah Fant, and I was like, I would have been happy with with Fant. And then all of a sudden, T.J. Hawkinson. It's like uh, I am extremely happy with T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah, that's a much better pick of the two. Just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, pretty excited about that. Now, if we can just get OBJ in free agency, Super Bowl. Yeah, I was trying to think. I can't remember who uh, Kirk had in Washington as as a tight end. Um, I know he had some injury issues towards the end there, but uh, I know. Who? Oh, I just said Irv Smith. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can picture it, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, I Big can't think of his name. Right? Yes. Logan Thomas? No. I'll look no. up their roster. But, I, but Kirk has always Kirk has always loved using tight ends, and that went from Washington to coming to Minnesota having having uh, Kyle Rudolph. And since Rudolph is gone, he hasn't really had that, that outlet. Um, and uh, – I don't know if that's it. Could I guess not I don't know. Not who I'm David thinking of. Are listening with David a liar? No. No, I'm gonna be spending. I'm gonna be spending. It's great radio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. while we're trying um, to figure out who the tight end that he paid for, sorry, what was your point? But yeah, he, Kirk's always. Yes, that's who. Yeah. Um, and so he, Kirk has always loved having a tight end, and he hasn't had that the last two seasons with with Kudolf being gone um now i we just became dangerous really dangerous i think um super excited that being said uh, he's uh, i don't think tj is gonna be ready for this week um on two days of practice i don't think he'll be ready so i don't feel like taking minnesota i'm gonna go with the over 43 uh minnesota they're they're they had their first week of scoring over 30 points this last week, which is awesome. They're, you know, maybe we can do more. They've scored 28 a couple times in 29. Um, their defense looked way better, uh, but somehow Arizona still got 24 points. So I'm, I'm not exactly sure where those points came from, um, but their defense did look a lot better this last week, but they are still allowing 20 points plus. So I'm going to take the over 43. I hate to uh, break your guys' hearts, but I'm picking Washington plus three and a half here. Heineke, he is uh, eight and two against the spread his last ten games. The Vikings right now, despite them being six and one, they are being outgained three hundred and eighty-three to three hundred and forty-six yards. Um, with that Commanders defense, I'm not until I see something with with uh, T.J. Hockett and your son. I'm really not too sold on it yet. It bit me in the ass last week, but I think the uh, commanders have won. So you said this exact same last week, and uh, mm-hmm. thankfully you were wrong, and I think you're going to be wrong again this week. But I think you're going to be wrong, so what do you think about that? <laughs> Suck it, Bryant. <laughs> That's what I think of it. Damn. But again, I did it's take the over because I did take the over because uh, I don't I don't trust the Vikings in this situation. It's one of those deals where it's like, okay, we're six, we're a six and one. Um, we're going against Washington, who's not a particularly great team. And the next week we have Buffalo. Let's not overlook this game. That's, I mean, that you think you said it right there. They're they're thinking ahead to Josh Allen and all the ritzy ditzy primetime game there, and they're overlooking the old Commanders. Big trap. It's not game a primetime game. 
It's a noon game. Trap game. Joey? Bees on the trap. Bees on the trap. Uh, I'm going to go Minnesota. Moneyline. Moneyline Mahoski here. Yeah, I... uh, I think they win, but I think it's a close game in Washington. I think Heineke just has, I don't know, some sort of magic. It's kind of like the Ryan Fitzpatrick thing, just not quite the same. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to go. It's a close game, but I'll go Minnesota wins. And also, I really want to hear, do you guys think that Hawk is a ton better than Irv Smith, or do you think he was just a great pickup because Irv Smith is injured? Way better than Irv Smith. I agree. Really? Yeah. You guys Irv Smith. Irv is like – the second yeah, and then it pieces. turns out his hands are made of stone. Okay. Like I thought I thought he could be a great receiving tight end. If anything, be a weapon like that. He couldn't even do that. He dropped everything that came to him. And secondly, his blocking's dog shit compared to Hawkinson. So Well yeah. He's not an Iowa tight end, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I just went to some um, small school named Alabama. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which one has Alabama ever produced good NFL players, right? Never. Never. <laughs> uh, Clark took Minnesota uh, to cover the spread. Okay, I'll be Smart a little wolf over here. Smart man, that Clark there. Making them good picks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to – okay, if, if Minnesota covers, I'm totally coming on next Monday and uh, doing the – We're gonna. it doesn't have any relevance to – to uh, Minnesota, but I'm just gonna freaking piss off Brian. Come with a Joe Burrow outfit with a cigar and just, <sighs> yeah, <I> can... <laughs> we'll get to him soon enough. I already got my hate a few a few lines down. He, he's riding high <laughs> off that one picture of him smoking a cigar from fucking four years ago. And going Cincinnati to looks like crap. Yeah, and he won a Super Bowl, right? No, but he still oh, okay. went to so one. He, so he lost. He still went to one more recently than Kansas play. City. In fact, I'm pretty sure he had to go through Kansas City to get there. Yeah, but did he win? At Kansas that, City. So, so Why second is place. salty. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, if, if we're going to award silver medalists, I mean, Ryan Lochte is the best swimmer of all time. Michael Phelps, who gives a shit? Ryan Lochte is who was the, who was the best swimmer of all time. No one's saying who gives a shit about Michael Phelps, but you can appreciate someone else being good. Yeah. No, nope. I mean, Ryan Lochte meant nothing you're right. to the United right. States. Well, okay, hold on. Let's just get when we get to the Bengals game, I'll list off the quarterbacks he's lost to, and we'll see how good he is this year, okay? Cincinnati sucks ass, and Joe Burrow is not looking good at all this year. He, uh, I think we talked. Well, we'll get to it. Whatever. We'll get to it in a little bit. Um, next game: Green Bay minus three and a half at Detroit. Total is forty nine and a half. Can someone? Okay. I I feel like this one is obvious. I feel like it's too easy. I don't I don't know why. But Detroit hasn't scored anything the last couple of games they've played. Um, Green Bay, second half against Buffalo, they actually look like a decent team. Uh, the first half they looked terrible again, but they actually looked like they started kind of figuring things out the second half. I said I feel like this one's too easy, but I'm going to go with Green Bay minus three and a half. I went Detroit plus three and a half. They're going to cover. I think this game's going to be close they, in Detroit. They don't have they don't have their main receiver. We took <laughs> they them gave them to the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, 
I I think they'll cover. Uh, Green Bay's been awful this year. Um, I mean, I hope Green or Detroit gets back to playing those close games. I don't know the win. That's I did wasn't uh, confident enough in them to take that money line. But um, Green Bay didn't go out and do anything during the trade deadline. I think Aaron Rodgers is just like. I don't know, on on McAfee on Tuesday or Monday, Tuesday, yeah, yesterday. Um, he was saying like as he was on there, he's like, well, I don't know, hopefully by the end of this segment we trade for somebody. Well, then they didn't do anything. So I think nothing. I think he's dejected. Like I, their team is not great. So I, I like Detroit to cover this. So I want I want to correct myself here. I guess they scored twenty seven against the Dolphins. The week prior, they scored six against the Cowboys and zero against the Patriots. Detroit should have beat the Dolphins last week. They were up by ten, like in the fourth quarter. I think it was in the second half. They were up by double digits. They should have won that game. Maybe not should have, but they gave up two straight touchdowns late to the to the Dolphins to lose. And it just seems like Aaron Rodgers hates. It seems like Aaron Rodgers like just hates football right now. It doesn't seem like he's enjoying anything. It's because his number one receiver is injured. That would be two. Yeah. Is Lazard still going to be out for this week? I believe so. Could be wrong on that, but he he's shown questionable right now. Same thing as Watson for their receiving core. Holy shit. I'm pretty sure DeAndre Swift for uh, for the Lions is going to be out as well. But um, I got Green Bay covering three and a half here. Uh, Rodgers right now, the so far he's three and zero against teams that are under five hundred this year. Zero and five against teams that are above five hundred. So thankfully the Lions are under there. And then um, Rodgers as a division favorite is uh, sixty four. He uh, he wins against the spread sixty four percent of the time. The one. So I- Go ahead, Brian. The, the, the one thing that is going against Rodgers is so far I'm pretty sure they haven't scored 27 points this year in a game, and I'm pretty sure at home the Lions have hit at least 27 points every time. So that would be the one thing going against them if the Lions at home are just a different beast than the Lions on the road. So I don't know if anyone knows much about dental shit or dental work, but – uh, I have a dentist appointment in like a month, but I get these things. My dentist told me that I have a really strong jawline and then that like my bones in my jaw kind of fragment and like push out my gums. Well, I had one last night and he's like, if you can just get your fingernail under it and pry it off, bled like a stuck hog and it hurts like a motherfucker. I would rather do that every single day than watch this Green Bay Detroit game. This is going to be fucking terrible. We all lose. This sucks. The only thing worse than watching this is watching the Hawkeye offense. So I'm going under. I think it's a terrible fucking game that no one should tune into. My favorite part is going to be if Green Bay wins, and hopefully they don't. Like, I'm taking them to cover. I think it's too easy of a bet. But I would love nothing more than Detroit to beat Green Bay because then Green Bay fans will just go absolutely crazy. It'll be hilarious. My uh... – my bet slip I have from the casino out here of the Vikings winning the North is looking better and better every week. Yeah. But if Green Bay, 
If Green Bay wins this game, I'm looking forward to ESPN, Sports Illustrated, all this. All of a sudden, Green Bay's in the top 10 power rankings. They're back. They figured out a way to beat the Detroit, the high-power Detroit Lions. They're going to be above the Vikings in the power rankings. I guarantee you if they beat Green Bay or if they beat Detroit this week. It's amazing how the press still rides their D where I think I saw one of them still like ranked 10th in the power rankings because they're, they showed promise against Buffalo. I think they're going to turn it around and really take over the North. It's just, it makes, it makes me want to vomit. makes me (laughs) really just want to fricking shoot my TV. So So I have a question. Go ahead. So for the Packers to win the North being down three and a half games, they would have to like win out in the North. Wouldn't they? Well, they would for sure have to beat the Vikings, so that would tie it up and gain a game, I guess. Um, I mean, that's it's not impossible. It's really it, not. It isn't, but, I mean, I, that, I, they'd have to win out because that's saying, like, the Vikings are going to lose to the Bears. The Vikings are going to lose to Detroit. I don't see it. I don't see any way the Vikings are going to beat Buffalo. I don't. Um, I, I don't. I don't know how they're going to do against uh, the Cowboys. They might lose to the Cowboys. Um, the Giants are kind of, you know, maybe, I don't know. The Giants may not be as good as their record. I don't know. But I don't see us losing to Chicago, Detroit, Green Bay again, Indianapolis, the Jets right now. I, there's a lot of games that I see us winning and, and a lot less games I see us losing. Yes. Totally agree. But man, I hate Green Bay so much. Watching them the other night against against really? Buffalo. Oh my god, I hate them. I, hate them. I might hate them more. I might hate them more than you hate Joe Burrow. I don't know. But like the other night, um, Jair Alexander running out of the tunnel, going at it against Stephon Diggs, and Stephon Diggs had a great game. And after the game, Alexander, who just lost and looks like a little child, oh yeah, Diggs is a little boy. He didn't do anything. Bullshit, he didn't. Like, just shut up. Get better. You guys are one of the worst defenses in the NFL this year. Just stop your talking now. Like, finally, the rest of the fandom in the NFL is seeing how big of idiots Green Bay is. And Clark took the under. Yeah, I would say that. This is, a, this is a tough one, other than it seems very obvious the Packers will win, other than if the Lions are a completely different team at home. So, Yeah, I mean, yeah. the Lions score zero or 35. There's no in-between. <laughs> they, don't have Hawkinson to, they don't have Hawkinson to gain 175 yards. Yep. And did they – no, they didn't trade anybody else. That Never mind. Poor, that poor Amon Rod St. Brown, he's going to be asking for all the money in the fucking world since he's their only receiving uh, receiving threat yeah. for Detroit. Yeah. That being said, I respect the hell out of Detroit fans and the Detroit organization. I have somewhat respect for Chicago, but goddamn, FTP. Next game, Indianapolis, five and a half point dogs to New England with a total of 39 and a half. Uh, Brian, go ahead. New England covering two and a half in the first half. Uh, Indianapolis is 0 and 8. In uh, first half spreads this season, so trend's going to continue. They also have a new quarterback and offensive coordinator they're dealing with versus uh, Bill Belichick. I think that's a pretty easy bet there. 
Nice. Yeah. I went with New England money line. Um, these teams are both so up and down. I think New England wins because they're at home. I don't know what the hell this game is going to be. It's so hard to read either one. I feel like they're a better team with Bailey Zappi uh, and can at least score more points. Um, Ramondre Stevenson is probably the best player in this game, even with Jonathan Taylor on the other side. Jonathan Taylor hasn't really done much this year. Nope. It's he was. I, I bet he was chosen number one in almost all fantasy leagues, and he just hasn't done anything. Right. That's kind of been the consensus right now of everyone hating him because he's. I mean, you start your draft with him. Every other decent running back and, and wide receiver is gone at that point. You're just picking up scraps on the best, you know, running back two or wide receiver two because you took some dud number one overall. So, yeah, I wouldn't be. I would be furious if I was if I would have had one one this year. Yeah. Uh, Trent, what are you doing? Uh, I have New England covering five and a half in this one. Yeah. Um, they've been hit and miss on scoring this year, but uh, Indy with Sam Ellinger starting, uh, they're not back, so they're going to get me five more than five and a half. <laughs> I don't like either of these teams because there's times Indianapolis looks decent and there's times they don't. I mean, most of the time they don't. Then there's times New England looks like they might be back and then they just completely lay an egg. So I don't like either of these teams. I took uh, Clark and I are on the same side. We took the over 39, uh, 39 and a half. Um, I, I both have decent offenses. I shouldn't say that. New England has a decent offense at times. Um, I don't think the defenses are totally impressive on either side and anything under 40, I feel like is really low unless it's an Iowa game. So I'm going to go over 39. <laughs> no argument from Joey. God, no, I love any <laughs> games that are under 40. Fuck. Yeah. It's Alabama LSU weekend. I hope again, it's nine to six, but it won't be. No. Don't worry. They made sure to put LSU at number ten, so when Bama beats them, they can boost Alabama's uh, boost Alabama's resume a little bit more. They're they're hey, close one point win versus number four twenty four Texas. That's uh that's what's propping them up above TCU right now. I do want to um, bring this up though. At the before the season started, I gave gave a prediction: LSU wouldn't be a playoff team this year, but middle of the season they would eventually be ranked top ten. And it happened. Did you? I did. I don't, re- I I don't actually, remember it, but okay. I, I actually did. Um, I'll, I'll have to try to find the episode and, and the timestamp and all that stuff. But, yeah, that was my prediction. Um, I'm actually pretty impressed that Brian Kelly turned the program around this quickly. I mean, cool. it's it's you know it's only 5-2, and two, but it's still 5-2 and two his first season back after the disaster that was Max Johnson. Cool. I think I would say I think everyone has really been riding high on that Florida State. Um, I wouldn't say fluke win because that was awful loss by you guys with all the special teams miscues. But I think everyone's been sitting on that the whole time. They're going, "Oh fuck, they're actually five and two now." Yeah. So I yeah. mean, they, the, we always knew they had talent. It was just how it didn't get put together last year, and now he's actually got them playing well. The win against Ole Miss, I think, was really big. Absolutely. So good that Lane Kiffin looks like he's going to be the next Auburn coach, but yeah. we'll get into that more tomorrow. So, Next game, Carolina 
Seven point Dow gets to Cincinnati. Um, total is forty two and a half. I want to. I want to. I want to give Bryant the floor at the end there, so he can go on his spiel. So, um, first off, let's get Clark out of the way here. Clark took uh, Carolina uh, seven. The seven points of Carolina. Um, I believe I did the same. No, I took the over forty two. Um, Joey, what did you do? I was doing Cincinnati money line, but now that I'm thinking about it, Carolina really didn't do much. Cincinnati is just not very good. Yes, Joey. Yes. Carolina put up 32, 33 against the Falcons. I'm going to go Carolina spread. Trent? Um, what did I think? I have... Um, uh, just money line Cincinnati. Um, Carolina's not good, even though they've won their last two games with this new quarterback. No, PJ Walker. Put some respect. He didn't win both games. He won they one game. Oh, that's right. They lost to the Falcons. They, you, they you a lot of You stooge. Now, now Carol or uh, Cincinnati, they're not good. So I was not confident enough in Cincinnati to take them. To cover, so I just took money line Cincinnati on this. All right, Bryant, the floor is yours. Give us your uh, three, talk. Three games ago that we were picking, I just got roasted that I would. You're not picking the Messiah, Joe Burrow, and then you just shit all over him. What the hell is this? Um, I have Carolina covering seven as well. Um, first off. Jamar Chase injury seems to be affecting them a lot more than we expected. He doesn't have that security blanket to actually, you know, throw deep and get that little bit of pressure off him. Um, I'm just going to go through their schedule on because right now the Bengals are they're 500. They're not terrible. They're not the worst team in the league, but so far they beat. Um, or I'm sorry, they lost to uh, Mitch Trubisky. They lost to uh, Cooper Rush. Yep, Cooper Rush. They beat Joe Flacco that had to throw over 50 times. Um, They beat Teddy Bridgewater. Um, Let's see. They lost to Lamar Jackson. They beat Andy Dalton. They did beat the Falcons with their starter, um, Mariota, Mariota, whichever one. And then they just lost to Jacoby Brissett. Does that sound like the resume of a great quarterback? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he went to the Super Bowl last year, so kind of, yeah. Okay, so so again, we're we're celebrating silver medals, and we're not looking at this year by any account. He lost to Cooper Rush, Jacoby Brissett. He has a, a Zach Wilsonless Jets, a Tua-less Dolphins, and we're giving him credit for that. We're not taking away anything for losing to these backups because he smoked a cigar at LSU. He can only play for winning a national championship. Yeah, that was a he, he's gonna ride that thing to sunset. He's just gonna have a fucking stogie in his mouth the whole After time. After having arguably the greatest season in NCAA football history. Cool. And 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 that greatest so season not, in NCAA history is he's it's, it's not like he's, he, it's not like he's Trent Dilfer and people are like, Oh my gosh, the greatest player ever. He has a resume to back him up back himself up. How many Super Bowls now, did Trent Dilfer win? I will say, yeah, he won one. That's why I'm comparing it. But okay, so not, Trent Dilfer is better not, than Joe Burrow right now. I'm not going to say that uh, Joe Burrow is the greatest quarterback ever because this year he sucks. He does not look good at all this year. 
but he still has a resume to back up that he's a pretty damn good player. He's average at best right now. He had one fluke season where he would just toss it up and Jamar Chase and McPherson got them to that Super Bowl. McPherson had more points than anyone in those playoffs. That, that was the kicker that got them to the Super Bowl. So, again, show, show me um, – see, Joey's cheering me on. He, he knows me 100%. Nope. Like I said. I won one bet. Bucks, Bulls, won me $113. There we go. So, uh, yeah, like, like I said, be, and then, you know, the backup, the, the backup tour continues. He plays uh, P.J. Tucker, and then I guess he's going to play uh, Kenny Pickett. Steelers on uh in prime time and then he might be playing Malik Willis versus the Titans. His his next starting quarterback he might play is the Chiefs in December. So I, I mean they're probably gonna be roughly six and five, maybe. But uh, again, uh, like I said, I, I until I see some consistency with it, he had one fluke season where a kicker carried him, and now he's four and four, and you take away his number one receiver. You know what happened to Mahomes when you took away his number one receiver? He, he, he's still throwing it to different people. Joe Burrow looks absolutely lost out there. He He's home alone two, lost in New York. So what does that make Kansas City if they lost to Joe Burrow? Are, are, are we still, still worried about last year? <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going to compare teams, still got to ask if what's what's yeah, I, uh, if, if Kansas City lost them in the NFC. Well, we, the I would say, well, the Rams were the Super Bowl champion. That's what I remember. OBJ, Super Bowl champion. <laughs> and they suck Super Bowl champion. Is this the new Madden curse going to the NFL, going to the Super Bowl and then sucking the next year? Apparently, I would say because Mahomes he he went to the Super Bowl and all he did was go back to the Super Bowl in the next year and lose. So I have to laugh. You mentioned Malik Willis. I didn't know what how he uh, or Malik Willis. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know how he how he did last week on his first start. Not great. That I don't know. Yeah, turn around, hand it to Derrick Henry. Six That's of ten, 55 yards and one interception. Turn around, <laughs> Derrick Henry, 200 yards. But, yeah, I mean, six in. of ten, he was 60%. It's not like he had to do anything else. I mean, yeah, just give it to Derrick Henry. Tractor seat him, man. Yeah, and that was against the worst team in the NFL. So what did you pick? I'm guessing you went uh, Carolina. Me? Yeah, Carolina yeah. plus seven. Like Joey. Like Joey. <laughs> I f- no, I, that's the side I would be on if I took the spread. We are not the same. We may have bet the same. We are not the same. <laughs> we came to the same conclusion either way, my friend. Uh, Brian, you make me laugh, bud. All right. Uh, Vegas, one and a half point favorites at Jacksonville. Um, total is 48. I uh, <laughs> Las Vegas just got blanked last week. Like, as in Derek Carr and Devontae Adams scored zero total points against the Saints, who don't have the greatest defense. Um, I'm I'm going underdog money line with Jacksonville on this one. I'm going Las Vegas to cover this. We talked about this last week, that Jacksonville, they're not good. Everybody's like, oh, Jacksonville, yeah, yeah, Jacksonville, they're coming around. No, they're – what are they two and six and they beat two terrible teams uh they can't even beat the broncos come on so um i'm going vegas on the road covering one and a half so i don't know if anyone knows what it's like to stub your toe like multiple times in a row 
but I would rather do that than watch this fucking game. This game sucks balls. <laughs> we all lose. I went over under. It's going to be under. I'm tired of picking Jacksonville to be good. They're not. Vegas had one good game against fucking Kansas City. Everyone, including myself, went nuts on them. And, yeah, they just blew their load. So, yep. under – I would go under 10 points in this game. Under 10? <laughs> Joey wants that uh, three to six game. That mm-hmm. alternate line. Um, yeah. Last five weeks, Jacksonville, is the, they're in the bottom six for both offense and defense. Like we said, they we've been riding high on them because they beat a Herbertless Chargers, uh, and who cares who? I think it's probably the the Texans. Um, yeah. Jaguars aren't good. They do have some solid pieces, but Tra- Lawrence he's too inconsistent. Uh, Eddie N, I, I have him on my fantasy team, but he's been he went off on his first game. So they might have a, a solid running attack, but and, and again, this one was kind of tough because it's like you're also playing the Vegas where the Raiders are going to Raider. You know, if if they would play, they would be so much better if they just played every game like that Chiefs game where they get aggressive and they know they can run the ball, pass the ball, you know, and they and they have an attitude about them that we are we're going to shove it down your throat, you know. But I, I have Vegas cover him. I, I, I hate the Raiders, but I don't think Jacksonville can keep up. I think yeah, I think I would agree with Joey. We all lose on this game. Um, I agree. Clark also took the Jacksonville money line. Uh, Joey, which one's worse, this game or the Detroit Green Bay game? Oh, God. Don't make me choose. This They're one. both terrible. Just blow them both up. I, I mean, at least the Green Bay one, Detroit is divisional and kind of means something for their playoff implications. This one, I mean, this one sucks. So, yeah. I, I, I'll go with the Green Bay Detroit one if you're going to make me answer that. Okay. All right, next game, Seattle at Arizona. Seattle two-point dogs. Um, total is 49-and-a-half. Joey, why don't you start this one? I don't think I've called on you, called on you much to start this this time. That's fine. Uh, so I really like Seattle, but I'm, Arizona hasn't looked bad the last few weeks. And DeAndre Hopkins just seems to be getting better and better as the season goes that he's been in. So – I think he's a difference maker in this one, and I think it's going to be a close. I'm going to say it's going to be a shootout, but I think it's going to be close. I'm going to go with Arizona, and again, if I were a betting man, I would take Arizona to go under in the first half. Yeah, I uh, I took the under. I got it at 15 and a half. They played on October 16th, and it was 19 and nine. Now Hopkins wasn't playing, but is he going to make make it that big of a difference to get over fifty? I don't know, but yeah, based off the history between these two teams, I'm taking the under. I also got it at fifty and a half, but I took the over. Um, Arizona's been looking better. Seattle's been good, scoring some points. Uh, I like the over at fifty and a half. Life's too short to bet the unders. There we go. So, uh, so far right now, Joey, if you bet on the Cardinals, uh, uh, right now they're a half-point favorite in the, in the first half. 24 and a half points on the over-under uh, between those two, if you're curious on betting that. Um, I have Seattle covering two. Arizona, Cliff Kingsbury, he just wilts whenever he's playing any 
relevant team, any good team. This is Arizona's last five games. One of their two wins is versus Carolina that had Baker Mayfield and Matt Rule still there. So that one, that's completely out the window. They lost to Philadelphia. They lost to the Seattle team 19-9. They beat uh, New Orleans by eight in that crazy Thursday night football game. And then they just lost. And that was because Andy Dalton decided to throw it to their team more often. Exactly. And then, uh, and then they just lost to Minnesota as well. So, I'm, I mean, I'm all in on Geno Smith and, and Pete Carroll. I think he knows what they're going to be doing. Uh, he's got him playing the way he wants him to. I, I just don't trust Kyler right now. I, I don't trust – actually, more importantly, I, I, Kyler, give or take, I could care less. I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury being able to uh, run that team well. I, I, didn't, I didn't think he was that great when he was at Texas Tech. I don't think he's done that well since he's been at Arizona. Welcome to my side of things, Bryant. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just, I just don't get how it is a home game for Arizona, but how Seattle is still not favored is beyond me. Yeah, it might be one of those that it's too obvious again. I don't know. Yeah, it, it seems like it, but I don't know, man. Clark took Seattle money line on that one, too. Solid. <laughs> Next game, the Rams at Tampa Bay. Total is 42.5. Rams are three-point dogs to Tampa Bay. I hate this game. Hate, hate, mm. hate, hate this game. This is awful. So, uh, yeah, let's start with you, Trent. <laughs> uh, yeah. I got it at 2.5. Uh, I have – I think that's what I got. I'm going to go back to it. Yeah, 2.5, uh, I have Tampa Bay covering 2.5. They're bad. Brady's – Falling off, but the Rams, they have been terrible as well. Uh, they got destroyed by the 49ers uh, last week, even with Jimmy G as their quarterback and not Brock Purdy. They still got killed. Uh, so, I, Tampa Bay at home, I think they can cover two and a half. Joey? I- yeah, I think the difference in this is going to be that offensive line for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have been terrible, including my boy Tristan Wirfs. Um, even though he's had, he's been uh, grading out good, but he just does not look the same as last year. I don't know if it's because there's no help around him, but uh, you give me that offensive line with Aaron Donald coming to town, and I am taking the Rams all day to win this game outright. Support. Um, I got the under 42 and a half. I just think both offenses aren't that great. I think both defenses are pretty good. Uh, the under so far this year, 11 and two for these two teams, six and one for the bucks, five and one for the Rams. I see it continuing this week. And Clark and I are on the opposite. We both took the over 42 and a half. Um, mainly for me is both teams suck (laughs) and 42 and a half is not very many points. So, I don't think D. I don't think Rams defense is decent. I don't think Tampa's is all that great. So it might be one of those games where the Rams score thirty and Tampa scores fourteen and it covers. But yeah, but I. I mean, I even Stafford hasn't looked that. He's still got Cooper Cup, but they have not looked that great this year. I, I think they they just got Acres back, or I saw him playing a little bit this week. Right? Is he going to allow him to play? <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, are they going to play their good players? I don't know. Other than Cooper Cup, so. Yeah, I don't know. It's that's a messed up situation. And stupid me, I I uh, 
drafted Acres on my fantasy. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Next game, Tennessee at Kansas City. Kansas City, 12.5-point favorites, total 46.5. Homer Bryant, take it off. Um, I'll give me – let me get my uh, stats here. I'm going to take the uh, Tennessee covering 12.5 points here. Um, one, it's a huge line. We saw what, exactly what happened when we have a big line this was last week. I think t- Kansas City still wins, but I would say we saw the big line last week with the Bills versus Green Bay where a garbage-time touchdown, all of a sudden they cover that. I mean, 12.5 points is huge. I know the Chiefs have a decent enough offense, but for some reason, Vrabel has our number in the regular season. The last two uh, – <laughs> Last two times that they played in the regular season, Vrabel's 2-0 straight up. They just beat us in the regular season, and both of those were as underdogs as well. So, And actually, a crazy stat I saw as well, Vrabel, when he's a three-point underdog, he's 20-10 and 10 just straight up. So he's winning a lot of these games where he's an underdog. Texans, Colts, Commanders, Colts, Raiders. Those are the wins for the Titans. Mm-hmm. Not good wins. The lot they played the Bills and lost forty-one to seven. Malik Willis is starting. He just went six for ten for fifty-five yards with one interception, no touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Kansas City is going to kill them. It's going to be a massacre. Um, I I'm very shocked that you took Tennessee's side of things because this is going to be the biggest bloodbath of the weekend easily. Kansas City, if they're not if they're not the best team, they're the second best team behind Buffalo and Kansas city is going to kill Tennessee this weekend. I just got to say either way, I'm going to win either Tennessee keeps it close and I win a bet or my chiefs win by two touchdowns. So, I mean, I can't lose this one. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a bloodbath. Clark also took the Tennessee 12 and a half. I don't understand it. What you, what's going on with you guys that we're pessimists. I guess you've turned into Vikings fans for Kansas city. Apparently. Um, no, like this said, is going to be about this, these Titans teams. We it's I don't know if we just come in just lackluster. We're coming off a bye as well, which I would say Andy Reid. He, I think he's only lost one game ever coming off of a bye. But yeah, Vrabel, just something about him beating us, man. I don't know. Plus, it's Sunday night game. Malik Willis's mm-hmm. first first prime time game. The whole country to see him just flop. It's aren't the chiefs the chiefs are home like this is lining up to be 60 to 7 and the 7 is going to be a garbage time touchdown well i'm going to let those two pick before i could i could ramble on forever about this game but i don't know easiest pick of the week over over 46 and a half solid i got nothing else to add i'm going with trent easiest pick I, I think the only thing that's going to affect that that over 46 and why I think Tennessee has a, a snowball's chance in hell in covering that is if they can get Derrick Henry going and if Malik somehow – I mean, again, we don't have a lot – other than in college, we don't have a lot of t- tape on him. We had 10 passes that we could – what's he strong at? What's he weak with? I mean, if he can get mobile versus us, who knows? If Chris Jones has another stupid fucking unnecessary roughness, maybe that 15-yard penalty goes against us again. I, I don't know. Or if like, he says some mean language. Yeah, he, he goes, you're, you're a doo-doo head. All of a sudden, we're going to get 15 yards. and fresh Oh, my gosh. Downs. Oh, my gosh. So um, the center for the Vikings got a, um, unsportsmanlike conduct this last weekend. 
The yep. reason he got it was because he told the defensive tackle it, that he's soft. <laughs> That's soft. Yeah, that was the penalty. Was Bradbury told the defensive tackle for Arizona, you're soft. And apparently that was so egregious that the ref decided, oh, I got to – you can't be saying that stuff, sir. I once pancake-blocked a defensive tackle when I was playing center and stared him down and said, I'm going to do this to you all fucking game, you piece of shit. And then I did it (laughs) to the whole game. (laughs) That's hilarious. There was also – oh, go ahead. This game is classic Vikings Adrian Peterson with Christian Ponder starting. You have Adrian Peterson, who Derrick Henry, I'm sorry, is no Adrian Peterson. Um, he's phenomenal, but he's no Adrian Peterson. Um, where you know Christian Ponder cannot throw a ball. Malik Willis cannot throw a ball. So you stack the box with eight people, and you, and you just challenge Malik to complete a pass. That's what this game is. They can stop Derrick Henry easily. Andy Reid will get that figured out. It'll be 69-7 to this weekend. See, you should have hammered the over, too. That's gonna Joey, get the Joey over. what do you think of that? Derrick Henry, he's no Adrian Peterson. you agree with that? He is no Adrian Peterson. I guess maybe I am the least homer person on this podcast. Like, I don't – Julio Jones was great. Matt Ryan won MVP. I don't think that they're the best all time at anything. Like I, I don't have any players that I've ever cheered for that I'm like they are the best that I've ever seen. I don't so, think AP is the best. I don't think the AP is the best that's ever played. But I don't. I he's definitely top ten running back all time. I mean, I would put Derrick Henry in the top ten right now. That dude is fucking phenomenal, and he's gotten more yards than anyone else, faster than anyone else. So. I, I don't know. It's hard for me to not think that Derrick Henry is at least as good as Der, uh, AP. You, I mean, it, he may it, not have the longevity you, overall career-wise, but, I mean, if you take season samples, I would put last year and the year before for Derrick Henry up against anything AP did. If you want to know why Derrick Henry is better than Adrian Peterson, just pull up his high school senior stats in football. That fucker ran like 60 times for 580 yards and 10 touchdowns. That guy was just a machine. But uh, um, Isn't AP the last uh, non-QB MVP? Yes. I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. We, did, we, we talked about that on a pod last year. We, we had to look that up. And that was after he tore his ACL. Hold on real quick. Joey, speaking of shit-talking, when you uh, bulldoze that uh, defensive tackle – didn't one of our wide receivers either get tackled or shoved out of bounds or something, and then the cornerback looked down at him and said, I'm going to rip your head off and shit down your throat? Yep. Paul Jacobson went over the middle up against East Marshall and just got annihilated. Oh. And the dude just looked him down, straight down. Yep, exactly. I'm gonna rip your I head wasn't going to list his throat. name off with that type of shit talking, but that's probably the, the, the greatest shit talking I've ever heard. I and remember Paul came, back, Paul came back to the huddle and was like, Guys, I, I I don't know what just happened. That that wasn't great. And then told us that we all started laughing because he got fucking lit up. It was it was terrible. So yeah. that was one of the actual like close games of your senior year, wasn't it? Uh, probably. I think so. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was because we there. That was I think one of the first times Jack got in a game because the line kept fucking up and shit. So I once had. Against, uh, fuck, who was it? It doesn't matter. But uh, this little tiny dude 
side blocked me on a fucking kick return for some reason i was on a kick return as a senior um and started talking shit to me and i stood up and just started laughing and gave him a high five and he just looked at me like i you know i fucked his whole world up but i was like good job dude i was like you got me he's like oh my god it ran off and then he got to come in at defensive tackle and i fucking pancake blocked him and just laid on top of him I was like, "Yeah, how's this feel, bitch?" <laughs> then he then he gave him an old oil check at the end. So good job, buddy, and gave him a thumbs no, up right at the keystone. I am not your cousin. I do not do that shit. <laughs> Trent's saying we need to move on. Oh come on! So um, I took part of my winnings and put it back in for that free Buffalo Wild Wings one, where it's twenty five dollars no matter what. $25 for the Lakers to lose by five. No, Lakers to lose by three and the Trailblazers to lose by five. And right now it's looking good. That wins me another $100. So, And if I don't win it, I get the $25 back. So win-win. Joey's yeah. moving. Gambling is yeah. fucking awesome. Joey's now, moving out of Missouri. Real quick, yeah. is this one of those where you have to place a certain amount of bets before you can withdraw your money? No, I just had to deposit $10. And I did that already. Okay. Yep. There you go. I hope um, not. Okay. I've, it says I have the money in my account from the first one I won. So. Mm-hmm. There you go. Sorry. All right, Baltimore at New Orleans. This is the Monday night game, correct? Yep. Yep. Um, Baltimore at New Orleans. New Orleans uh, two and a half point dogs to Baltimore. The total is forty eight. Um, who wants to go first on this one? I'll go first. This was the second easiest bet of the week. Baltimore covers two and a half. New Orleans is trash. Like I said, second easiest besides that over on the Kansas City game. Then you have to think about it. I can. What'd you have, Ryan? I took the over 48. I think. both will probably put up some points. Saints can score no problem. Uh, Baltimore, I, man, I don't trust Baltimore to score all that well, but I'm really hoping something changes this week. Um, if it went up to 50, I definitely won't take the over. But at 48, I feel, I feel okay doing that. I don't trust well, either of these teams, so I didn't want to take a spread. I went with Trent uh, doing the same thing. I don't think it's as easy as he says, but I don't think New Orleans is very good, even though they're at home. And with the Red Rockets slinging it, I'm still going to take Baltimore to cover. I think they win by more than three, probably around 10. I got um, – I'm really worried about Baltimore. It seems like they've been pissing a lot of games down their leg late in the game. Um, and also, I, I've, start, I've started to really like just looking at these first-half spreads to see what they are. Baltimore's only a half point favorite in the first half. I mean, so if they're leading, uh, you get points. So I'm just taking that easy uh, half point first half um, covering. Uh, One stat for that in particular, a couple things. One, Lamar in first half spreads in his career. He is 36-19-2, so he usually covers pretty early. But – between the Ravens' defense and first half and second half, they're kind of jackal and Hyde. In the first half, they're the eighth-ranked defense in the uh, in the NFL. In the second half, 29th. Yeah, I like that bet. That's a good bet. Yes, sir. 
Uh, Clark took New Orleans plus two and a half. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about Baltimore. I I don't trust them. They're not playing very well. I don't think they're playing that well. They they just beat the Buccaneers and twenty seven to twenty two. And the Buccaneers aren't and the Buccaneers aren't that great. They lost to Cleveland. Um I don't know. I don't trust them. I I, I don't think it's that I, I just don't think it's that easy of a bet to for spreads. I'm glad Trent is really uh confident, but second easiest of the week. Second easiest second easiest. Not um, quite the easiest. I see what is a- your what is your yeah. guys's uh, before? Sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted you. What is your guys's best bet of the week? Cheeks mm. over on that game. I'm. Uh, I think probably the, if I had to choose the strongest one right now, I think it's going to be that New England minus two and a half in the first half. Colts are zero and eight in the first half. I mean, again, it's kind of like when we heard Atlanta six zero against the spread. When I see something like that, I got to ride it until the wheels fall off. I think that Philly puts up 700 points against Houston. Minimum. Yeah, you know, and, and we talked about this in our text uh, chain this this afternoon that I don't like, like, this is a tough week. Like, I could go 2-11. and 11. I, I just mm-hmm. might. Mm-hmm. I had seven totals this week. I've never had that many totals in a week. Yeah, the lines were so tough. The teams playing each other. This week aren't great. It's I don't know. It's, it's it was a tough week to bet. I'm I'm telling you guys when if you're ever stumped on on my tricky ones that I'm like 50 50 on I can't pick either way. My my first is to do the over unders and then honestly you can get some decent lines at the, in the first half if you think it's a strong starting team or whatever it is. Like, like I said, two two and a half New England to uh, to lead Indianapolis. That's three four and one. And they're starting a, a second-year uh, uh, player in his second game ever. Baltimore minus uh, or uh, you know half-point favorite versus an Andy Dalton Saints in prime time. I I mean you can get some decent lines there, dude. Also, there's some decent props that have been coming out lately. That um, I, I believe it's uh, Tyreek has hit seven of eight games over six and a half receptions. I mean, if you can get. If you see patterns like that, those those are some of the easier props to even bid too. Yeah. My easiest this week is the Chiefs plus minus twelve and a half. They are going to win. I'm going to. Joey said seven hundred points is what uh, whoever's going to win. The Chiefs are going to win by nine hundred and twenty-seven points. Wow. I'm glad you're confident in the team. Twenty-seven. Damn. Is that divisible by three? It sure is. That's a lot of field goals. <laughs> Two hundred nine of them. Hold on, real quick, so we, I've, since I've been making such a big deal yep. about the first half spreads, the Chiefs that first half spread here six to half. Do you think Chiefs are going to be leading by a touchdown going in the first half? I mean, yes, I might be leading by a touchdown going into the second quarter. Yeah, I, I mean, because uh, first quarter the spread is three and a half. And that could very well just be who wins the coin flip, to be honest. So first yeah. half, I mean, I, I, I feel comfortable with the Chiefs covering six and a half in the first half. And like you said, they can get up by the 20 or whatever points and then just garbage time when they're kind of playing the prevent defense, not playing to lose, you know, get a couple free mm-hmm. scores in there. That That's that's what terrifies me with that 12 and a half, dude. 
Yeah. No, That's I, why I mean, you bet the over. I know the Titans are leading their division, but they have literally played nobody. Houston, Indianapolis, they've played nobody except for the Bills, who won by 627. You, you mean you don't respect There's that 209. AFC? Wait. No. You'll respect that AFC South that only has 11 wins combined and the Titans have five of them? Exactly, yes. Jacksonville's good, though. They're good. Yep. And London. Listen, listen oh. to any sports, you know, sports center that Jacksonville's back. They're the only division that has teams that have tied. That's a stat for you. My, uh, my, that's a stat. <laughs> my favorite, and I think this is how most Vikings fans feel this year, is on NFL.com they had a, a article. The Vikings are six and one, but how good are they? <laughs> it's it's really a good question because you win. I mean, you win. A win's a win. Six wins, one loss. That's huge. But every every win's been a one possession game too. So it's like you know we're on the right side of things. Hopefully that continues, but. Are they, yeah. how, how truly good are they? I hate that. I hate that because in the NFL, it doesn't matter. Like, just win. Yeah, yeah. wins yeah. win. A, a win is a good win. Doesn't matter if you're just squeaking by. You've only, the you've NFL only is in college. You're not playing. You know, the SEC isn't playing the SEC bottom feeder, and Alabama is going to win by fifty-seven. It, 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 this isn't college. Like mm-hmm. NFL is a win. A win is a win. I mean, yeah. your only games were that's been um, more than one, a one possession game. You beat the Packers first week of the year, and then you lost to the Eagles in prime time. So, I mean, it's where, where you're at right now is you're winning all your 50 50 games compared to last year where you're losing all your 50 50 games in the last two minutes of every fucking half. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate yeah. good teams, though, like the Eagles that smash the teams that they should be beating. That that mm-hmm. makes me that makes me happy for them. They they look good. So, and that's yeah. why if I had to do a power rankings, they would be my number one. One, they're undefeated, and two, they're smashing the teams they should be smashing. Where the other yeah. teams sometimes smash them, sometimes aren't. So, well, and so that was the frustrating thing on Sunday against the Cardinals is we were we were up and got the ball back, and then we went to what felt like last year's offense of just being super conservative and then punt punt it away and give Kyler a chance to win it at the end of the game. Yeah. It's so it's like just, you know, you have the lead, but it's a one possession game thanks to our kicker that missed the extra point. And wow. and uh try to try to actually win this thing. Don't just try to run down time because a minute 45 is a lot of time for someone like Kyler Murray. Like I, I can't stand him. I don't think he's as good as his contract says he is, but that guy can gain yards quick. Mm-hmm. He relies on those second uh, half heroics a little too much, though. That's the biggest complaint. My favorite was uh, after Harrison Smith picked them off in the fourth quarter. There it was the third or fourth quarter, doesn't matter. Uh, they go run to the end zone. You know how they do the can where they go to the camera and start doing a bunch of things. Which mm-hmm. the Vikings have done that a couple times, and they've been pretty funny with what what they've done. But Patrick Peterson comes over and just puts the headphones on and then just starts playing. playing on the <laughs> that has definitely been the running narrative where everyone's going like. When the Chiefs win, they're bringing up how Call of Duty actually makes them better teammates because they're playing, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. throwing the headset on. And then he's like, I don't even actually play video games. All, all he knows is to put the headset on and do this with your hands, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, any final word before we get going? Nope, other than put all your money on all my picks because they're about to go 13-0. and 0. Yeah, Heck yeah. I just uh, told you how confident I was in all mine. <laughs> Me too. I, I will, I will overtake that lead gambling. this week, Trent. <laughs> Joey, Joey's, Joey's an addict now. Joey is moving from Missouri. I, I have to. I mean, Kansas is where it's at. No, I just moved away from there. It's not where it's at anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's on the bill this year. I don't think it's on the vote in next week, Trent. I think they took the mobile gaming off the vote. Really? I think so. Well, at least you have gaming, period. Fuck I have to drive 10 minutes. Come on, Joey. Me too. <laughs> I have to go on the other side of Kansas City if I want to do anything or go to Iowa. We're in the same boat, Joey. We both have to drive to a different state. Mine yep. is just right over here. Right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I mean, in, mine in is me, just whenever I can travel. And me driving from Sturgis to Deadwood, do you know what the elevation change is for that? Come on. Yeah, his ears pop and everything. Mm-hmm. I get very uncomfortable for about two seconds. <laughs> All right. Well, um, everyone tune in to, to the college football pod tomorrow night or college football live, mm-hmm. whatever whatever it is, because Bryant and them always have a good time and uh, always learn something from them. So tune into that. And like I said, next week we'll have another announcement on Monday that uh, I think will be pretty cool, actually. So. Um, yeah that's all i have joey what are our socials uh instagram and twitter at heartland pulse follow us on facebook just search pulse of the heartland do the same thing for youtube and yeah you can find us tomorrow on all the major platforms for the podcast all right thanks everyone have a great night appreciate you see you tomorrow